0: Welcome to the soccer podcast. I, you know, I messed this up again. The welcome to the de soccer podcast where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian. This week I'm joined here by Dwayne.
1: Going on, Sebastian. New new week, different spot for me.
0: Yeah, different spot. I've messed up the the intro like three times. It's been three years, and I still. Ha- by the way, we also missed our three year three year like podcast anniversary uh we three found episodes p- ago yeah it was like three episodes ago we figured that out uh it's it's been an interesting uh summer so far then
1: yeah I mean
0: part party party till we die yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reference if you've never been to a philadelphia union game you i don't think you would get that reference
1: if you've never been to a delaware diamonds game home game you, that's uh, that's, also that's, <laughs> also yeah, that's also true that's also true
0: yeah it's also true um, it was a struggle finding that song. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you found it right at the right time, though. Um, now just gotta get the timing down of the, of it going off, and you can actually hear it in the video. When I watch the video, you can actually hear the. Oh, the, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can actually hear it. It's pretty funny. Um, all right. Um, Delaware Diamonds. Delaware Diamonds. Yeah, we uh tough game against Keystone. Um, a, a thrilling first half of goals right we like both,
1: we both brought the smoke for about 20 25
0: minutes yeah five five goals in like 35 minutes um it was well, 35 other, minutes it was about 35 minutes yeah oh
1: dang that was a good first half Yeah. only 10 um, minutes of nothing
0: yeah we were we were down one nothing then we went up two one and then we were down three two at the half and then the second half we honestly played played the best half of soccer that i think we've played in the three years that we've coached this team um, from an attacking standpoint we've played we played really really well um on un- unfortunately we we couldn't capitalize on some of the chances that we had but but overall um I'll I'll continue to say it's it's been the 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 best team we've had in 3 years um and I don't, I don't know that it there's a huge difference there's a difference in the quality in certain spots um but I think it's a difference of the the commitment and the 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 drive internally during the games um i think that's been a big difference um so you know and it it just took time right and you know we talked about the fact that francisco told us that it takes time to kind of build that culture and what you're what you're kind of looking for and 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 unfortunately we've been able to find it unfortunately we it took us three years but um but you know i think a big um Recognition needs to go to the to the players that that have been there for three years and also the players that, you know, paved the way uh, for the last two years. Right. Without those players, we wouldn't have had a team and without having a team, we wouldn't have gotten to where we are now. Um, So so they they deserve some credit there Um, and excited for this weekend. Um, Back to back games um, play Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. The closest we've done to doing that, we've played a Friday, Sunday before last yeah. year um, or the year before. We've um,
1: never done back to back.
0: We've never done back to back, but we are doing back to back with the same team um, or against the same team, which is which is cool, because that means we're both on the same conditions. Um, We get to play each other twice and we get to see if if, you know, this is where we talk about when we legitimately talk about, oh, you know, at home, we're going to be better. Or if we play them again, we beat them or things like that. Um, we get to kind of answer those questions like within a short amount of time. So yeah, it's, you don't have a lot of time to you don't have a lot of time to break down
1: footage and and all that other stuff. You just hop right back in and yeah, you, you take take basically have time to assess what you need to assess on the way home and do what you need to do to compete. Yeah.
0: So looking forward to it. And then we got um, next week. We got our last official home game, and then we got a scrimmage on Sunday. Um, and overall, we'll, and after that, we'll be, we'll be done. Season's done. Most
1: tryouts for 2024.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Next thing we know, we'll be, we'll be figuring out next season. So, um, so no, look, I try look tryout inside this year. What? Tryouts inside. We can try to figure something out. We've yeah. always talked about doing a winter tryout. We've just never gotten to do it. Well, we should do it inside. There you go. Maybe, well, maybe we can figure out a winter tryout this year. I might know a guy that knows a guy. You might know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that hangs out with another guy.
1: I know a guy that always has like some inside space available.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do. That's, that is true. You, you <laughs> do know that. You do know that. He always seems uh, to have a feel. <laughs> yeah, um, international interview today. Um, so let's just let's just dive right into that, right? Let's just dive right into that interview. Uh, Dwayne, we are going. Today we're gonna to cross another country off the list uh, of people that we wanted to talk to. Um, this is this is uh, this is really exciting. Um, we we have a we have a, a former Boca Juniors player, which you know you know it's the club that I uh, I f- f- extremely <laughs> extremely support, adore all those all those things you can think of. Uh, not only that, he got to play with uh, with my favorite player of uh, of all time, uh, Juan Román Riquelme. He got to play with him. Uh, he got to play with my favorite goalkeeper of all time, uh, El Pato Abundancieri. Yes, true. Um, he got to do all these things, and not only that, he also lives uh, in a country that Argentina currently pl- uh, recently played in. Uh, he lives in Indonesia. Uh, he's currently in Argentina, but he lives in Indonesia. He's been there for, for quite some time. Uh, Gustavo Chena, welcome Thank to you. the podcast. Thank you. Um, Duane, we actually have, is Luis actually coming on to the podcast? Man, it's just like a lot of South American flavor. That's right. Luis might be coming on to the <laughs> podcast to actually be our translator here. Yeah, hey, Luis from Peru. Uh, Gustavo, how long have you lived in Indonesia? And how did you get there?
2: Uh, already, maybe
3: 15 years. Like 16 years.
0: No, Luis, we under, we, it's,
3: we're going the <laughs> other way,
0: man.
1: It, that question was in English, brother.
3: <laughs> yeah, you already answered yeah. it in English. Wait, well, he come he <laughs> in English, so that's why. Okay, okay.
2: I go speak Spanish, speak Spanish.
3: No, oh, you so, good. I mean, I think we're... that's good. All right, we got it. We
2: got it. So, <laughs> viví en Indonesia. Viví en Indonesia aproximadamente 15 años. Después Junior. de Boca Junior, okay. me fui directamente muy joven para Indonesia, eh, y bueno, hice toda mi carrera futbolística ahí.
3: So he he's about like Indonesia living like 15 years and. Uh, very young he left his his country and uh, pretty much his career is uh in indonesia
0: eh, y, y ahora eh, te, te oh, sorry let me go back let me, i'm now am now luis is confusing me uh, so you retired you retired from playing in indonesia um and what have you been doing since then
2: eh bueno me retiré aproximadamente 4 años Eh, pero me retiré no no porque estaba mal físicamente sinceramente podría haber seguido jugando un par de años más pero pero estaba cansado mentalmente el jugador de fútbol por ahí eh, muchos lo ven que es es fácil jugar el fútbol y ganar dinero y ya está pero bueno eh, conlleva conlleva mucha concentración mucho esfuerzo mucho sacrificio eh, viajes concentraciones y estaba estaba mentalmente y ya no lo disfrutaba el fútbol, es como que iba a entrenar y realmente lo tomaba como un trabajo y eso hacía que bueno que que no no podía jugar al máximo eh, así que bueno, decidí retirarme eh, a los 35, 36 años y después de ahí bueno, eh, empecé a estudiar lo que es eh, para ser entrenador técnico, entrenador de fútbol
3: Alright, well the, my phone I don't know why it's not working. Um so he pretty much he was he was professionally playing, but then he realized that he was getting a little mentally tired and not enjoying much the the game anymore and around thirty five he decided that I will be studying for being like technical and in the career of coaching soccer.
0: Does uh do, do clubs in general, or at least in your experience, do they prepare players uh, when they're younger to to deal with that mental aspect of the game, or even prepare them for for retirement?
2: Um. Sí, sí, un poco de todo. Un poco, me, me preguntaste si cómo, eh, ¿por qué tomó esa decisión?
0: No, si los clubes preparan a los jugadores mentalmente para la parte, no, para no, esa parte, no. esa, ese estrés, y si los preparan para el retiro de, del fútbol profesional.
2: No, no eh, sinceramente no. Bueno, ahora en Argentina se está implementando, pero en lo que es Indonesia, eh, la mayoría de los jugadores de fútbol, en general. Eh, salvo que que sea un jugador que que, que esté en Europa, pero en general eh, cuando se retiran del fútbol no saben qué hacer Eh, por eso yo tengo un proyecto también, eh, armé un proyecto respecto a toda mi experiencia porque no te preparan, sinceramente no te preparan si te retirás del fútbol o si llegas a tener una lesión y no puedes jugar más al fútbol ¿qué hacen? Por ahí eh, hay chicos que no saben para dónde ir Entonces, bueno, yo estoy preparando un proyecto a donde se lo eduque a los chicos para saber, eh, aparte de jugar el fútbol, tener una carrera eh, paralela, o sea, un estudio, un estudio avanzado para cuando dejen de formarlos como como profesionales en en, en otro sector, digamos. Um,
3: well, yes. Um, the club, and I think more, more, most clubs, uh, they don't prepare players to next phase, in this case, when you want to retire. So that's why um, he has, a, he has um, a project, he has a program that he's trying to do to to teach uh, those players when they get injured or when they're getting out of the, the professional soccer to uh, have a second career or something that they can be doing it when they're mentally and physically are pretty much done in the soccer career. They can have second Option or third option, and that's what his his program. He is doing um, at this moment, working on it.
0: How does the how does the grassroots the club system work in Indonesia, and how do you develop players from a young uh-huh. age to an older? How does that work?
2: El, el sistema el sistema en Indonesia está muy muy retrasado. Está no 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 se compara. Yo lo comparo siempre con Argentina. Eh, están muy lejos. No, no, no es lo, lo técnico, sino lo, lo mental y la educación que le dan a los chicos. Eh, están muy retrasados. Allá eh, ellos llegan a, a, al primer equipo y todavía tienen, le faltan eh, eh, conocimientos que nosotros, por ejemplo, acá en Argentina, los aprendemos a los 12 años, 13 años, 14 años y ellos ya como jugadores profesionales no lo tienen. Conocimientos básicos, básicos, no sé, te doy un ejemplo, cómo marcar, cómo proyectarse, tener panorama de juego, Eh, por eso eh, lo lo que eh, implementé yo ahora es es una academia de fútbol, y bueno, desde chicos darle una educación diferente a la que se le viene dando. Es un trabajo obviamente... eh, por la cultura y, y, y por todo lo que eso implica eh, bastante bastante complicado pero bueno eh, tenemos que empezar con algo y, y, y empezar a cambiar la mentalidad no solamente de los jugadores sino también de los padres y de los técnicos
3: en uh, in Indonesia the, the the gross the gross part of the soccer it's they are very behind compared to uh, United States even compared to Argentina he's more comparing to Argentina because that's where he he, he grew up um they say that the, the even when the, the the player going to the first division they still still don't still having mistakes and not knowing how to read the game or how to position it or how to develop a defense attacking so that's why he is um his he he start a program very young age um that uh they can start teaching those basics uh fundamental basic um techniques and uh theory for for the soccer to for them to develop and and be uh in in a better in a better position as a a player and he compares all this one uh uh like in 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 argentina uh what this Players in Indonesia at uh, a uh, uh, division one, they still don't know what I uh, in Argentina, twelve year old um, knows already. So that's why he start a program where the, he can start teaching at early ages um, those uh, fundamental um, techniques and, and 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 yes, into the into uh, for into the career.
0: Do the do the clubs have youth systems? Where, where somebody, so at like 9 or 10 years old, you can go to a club and then you can stay in that club and just progress up and up and up until you get to the first division? Does it work the same way as it does in, in Argentina, for example?
2: No, no, it's different. Eh, allá empiezan a los 12, 12 años, 14 años, eh, mm-hmm. y creo que es demasiado tarde. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, por ejemplo, eh, eh, arranqué... Eh, a los ocho años ya empecé a, a competir, bueno, después que pasé a Boca Junior, a los nueve, diez años ya se, se, se siente una competición, hay una educación. Eh, la educación me refiero a, a respecto a cómo, a cómo cuidar tu cuerpo, cómo alimentarte, eh, y ya te vas enfocando a los diez, doce años, ya te vas enfocando a lo que realmente crees. Eh, eh, en Indonesia eso está muy, muy retrasado. Vuelvo a repetir, no solamente por la educación de, de, de los chicos, pero también de los padres y de los entrenadores que siguen un sistema eh, antiguo y, y no pueden modificar eso. Por eso hay que empezar de a poco a, a cambiarle la mentalidad eh, a los padres, a los técnicos, para que los chicos puedan puedan empezar a mejorar en ese aspecto. Porque técnicamente hay buenos jugadores, pero el problema es mental. El problema que tienen ellos es
3: La que nada. Um, yeah, uh, in in Indonesia, um, the clubs pretty much start training the, the the kids around 12 years old, and that's too late, that's too late. Um, uh, Gustavo started when he was eight years old, and and he already started playing competitive way at eight years old, and Indonesia, a 12 year old, start learning soccer education, which is too late, and that's why he, um, he says, important to start early. Not just yes, the technical, but the mentally and the physically. And
0: okay, all right. Well, we lost. We lost Luis.
3: Mental, uh,
1: physical. Yeah.
0: Mental, physical, and then the the parent education, the family education, and then uh, the education for the coaches, for the for for the trainers. How does how does coaching education work? in uh in indonesia how does how does that how do you start with that and then is that something that you do through the uh asian football association or or is it locally
2: uh, local eh, eh, o sea allá ellos obtienen la licencia de entrenador eh, en indonesia o sea no, no tienen no tienen un, un, un panorama eh, mm-hmm. De afu- internacional digamos de afuera ellos se basan mucho en lo que hacen ellos y, y bueno eh, al, al estar comprometidos solamente en Indonesia no 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 pueden abrir la mente para para incorporar nuevas eh, como que se dice nuevas eh, enseñanzas nuevos aprendizajes eh, por eso yo lo, lo que lo que lo que veo mucho cuando cuando ellos enseñan eh, cometen muchos muchos errores a, a la hora de hacer el coaching, corregir mucho al chico o por ahí estarle mucho encima, enojarse. Eso tienen que saber diferenciar las edades del chico, la etapa, cuando cuando nosotros podemos hacer mucho coaching, mucho hincapié en corregir al chico, cuando no, cuando tenemos que dejarlo, que que los niños eh, abran su, su, su mente y puedan desarrollar lo que ellos realmente quieren cuando hablamos de, de, de juego, cuando hablamos de, sí, de, 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 de por ejemplo, de, de, de ejercicios específicos, sí, lo tenemos que corregir, pero cuando, cuando hablamos de juego no podemos decirle toca a la derecha, porque el, el niño capaz que tiene otro panorama y quiere tocar a la izquierda. Eh, por eso hay que dejarlos que ellos desarrollen su, su, su creatividad y no in, inculcarle tanto el coaching, porque a veces podemos equivocarnos nosotros y si lo corregimos mucho por ahí el chico va a tener miedo después de equivocarse y no va no va adquirir la, la 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 capacidad esa de, de de que tienen los niños de de, de, de decisión Luis you want
3: me to do it Yeah I mean I I I heard a little bit about that and in Indonesia the, the 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 coaching systems are still like no many clubs have uh, the coachings but uh that like most of the some of the coaches have like some um I would say inconsistency coaching knowledge. Like they don't they 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 interrupt too much when they don't let him be a little more free for them for the players to develop their own their own techniques. And they feel like the coaching needs to be a little bit more they need to go to to school, or they need to be more prepared. Because um, he believed that sometimes, yes, when there is pieces like piece set pieces, yes, when I teach him drills, it's good to interrupt them. But then when in the game day or in the game time, it's it's better to let them the, those kids, these youth, youth players, to yes, play and to develop their own style and to 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 to. To maneuver in the game and right stopping, there is too much stopping, too much coaching when they are training, and uh, he believes that they should let him do it. And uh, maybe talking later up at the end, but um, in a specific game style, they should just yes, him some less coaching and more letting the the, the 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 youth game do their own their own their own game when it's play time. Play practice play.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yep. Creativity,
2: creativity. creativity. Cuando hay trabajo específico, como la coordinación, un control, un pase, eh, mm-hmm. sí, tenemos que, que corregirlo al, al chico porque eso es realmente una base de lo que necesitan. Pero a la hora del juego, ellos tienen que implementar, ellos tienen que, que, que abrir su cabeza y tienen que tener poder de decisión. Le decimos no, no no hagas un, un dribbling, no, no toques a la derecha, no hagas esto, no lo estamos limitando al chico a que él no pueda expresar lo que realmente quiere hacer adentro de un campo de juego. Entonces eso es lo que tienen por ahí en Indonesia, es que eh, por ahí el técnico eh, indonés quiere que los jugadores hagan un pase a la izquierda y por ahí era más, más factible hacer un pase a la derecha, pero como ellos tienen esa mentalidad cerrada y no lo dejan al chico desarrollarse, por eso llegan las limitaciones a la hora cuando ya son grandes tienen esas limitaciones o ese miedo a equivocarse.
3: Um yeah, agree with a play uh play like a practice play practice play, right? Uh, that in Indonesia, uh, they still have the limitations where um the coach is pretty much guiding when they're when they are playing. Um you yeah, agree it's good it's good to do when the technical time, when it's practice drills, when you are doing passing patterns, um and like set pieces, but then when it's a game day, they those those youth are following the coaches every time the interaction. That's why when they are going into the pro in Indonesia, they have these limitations where uh, they would have a better opportunity maybe to the right side of the field. But they because they were following the coach decision, they they are following in a clone minded uh, game where barely limited limited um we'll say like uh, creativity. There is not much yeah. creativity because they are following one mind which is the coaching. Where the the players should have their own style at the end.
0: Can't let they don't let players make mistakes.
3: Got to let players
1: make mistakes and learn from their mistakes.
0: Yeah, Definitely. if you don't make mistakes, you don't learn. Um, yeah, yep. right. I think you take the fun out of it. Right, it's not fun anymore.
1: I mean, that helps you become a coach, right? You can't coach the perfect team. Yeah, they
0: already know what to do. Um. If you knowing what you know now what would you
2: tell your younger self about the sport ¿Qué le preguntaría qué me preguntaría a mí o oh, qué te dirías qué te diría ¿Qué, qué consejo te darías vos, a vos mismo ahora o cuando era chico
0: ¿A- ¿A tenés- sabiendo sabiendo lo que sabes ahora qué consejo te darías eh, cuando eras más chico
2: Eh, no sé qué consejo me daría Sincera, sinceramente eh, no sé si me daría un consejo a mí o si lo daría un consejo a los chicos yo me fui de, de, de la casa de mis padres a los 12 años 13 años me fui de Santa Fe a Buenos Aires a jugar en un club grande como es Independiente de Bellaneda y bueno después de ahí pasé a Boca Junior eh, sinceramente era algo que realmente por la corta edad que tenía, era algo que que realmente quería, quería ser jugador de fútbol. Eh, Paralelamente seguía estudiando, pero tenía un objetivo muy claro. Eh, Y bueno, eh, el consejo que le daría a los chicos ahora es que que sin sacrificio no se puede lograr nada. Yo dejé eh, mi novia, mi familia, cumpleaños, vacaciones, por estar enfocado en el fútbol. Por eso por ahí cuando la gente dice jugador de fútbol gana dinero siendo lo que le gusta, pero realmente hay que pasar por una por un hay que hacer un sacrificio enorme para para llegar a donde a donde se llega.
3: Um if I would tell right now uh my young uh, to myself when I was young, I would more I would more I would say to to the kid to everybody that uh if you want to play soccer, it's a lot of sacrifice. Um, he sacrifices his family, his time, birthdays, and for for soccer. If you love soccer, um, you need to realize that there is a lot of a lot of work ahead of it, like like a moving from family, leaving the family, and um, be away from your family for many years. And that's why he said that sacrifice is one of the. Uh, Things that I would say to uh, any, uh, any any young player that uh, if he's looking for the soccer career um, because he left when he was 12 years old, his family, and he, he started playing young age in Santa Fe. And before he moved to Boca Junior, uh, but um, sacrifice, it, it was it, it was it's something that he would say to uh, any young players who decide to follow the career of soccer.
0: Um. Uh, what can you tell us about G77?
2: ¿Cómo? G77, G77 eh, Es una marca que, que bueno, es, es un, el número el número, mi número favorito el 77 y, y bueno, eh, estoy trabajando junto con otras compañías para, para diseñar mi propia marca, ya salió mi camiseta y bueno, eh, creo que, que ahí arrancamos con con la ropa deportiva, pero es, es, eh, es el número que me identifica
3: el yeah, um, uh, It's it's a, it's a brand. It's my it's a, it's his brand and it's it's his lucky number. It's the it's the number that he he likes it and uh, it's the number that identify him as he is and he's working on that for um, I believe to do it, um, clothing or lines of of uh, sport sport clothes. Anna, but that, yeah that's 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 his that's a that's his brand
0: um what did you learn um what did you learn from Indonesia about yourself when you when you moved there when you when you played when you started playing there when you made the sacrifice to basically leave your country to play mm-hmm. where where not a lot of people, would, would have gone um, but ultimately
2: you stayed so what did you learn about yourself there eh, quizás la, la adaptación quizás eh, una experiencia nueva y, y bueno adaptarse a un lugar con una cultura totalmente diferente si bien el fútbol si bien el fútbol eh, es, es, es son son muy muy fanáticos muy eufórico Argentina la gente, Pero bueno, uno tiene que, lo que aprendí es adaptarme a otras otras condiciones climáticas, a otras condiciones culturales, eh, a otro tipo de de, de comida, eh, otro tipo de gente. Así que lo que que se aprende siempre es eh, a sobrellevar todo eso que te va presentando o los obstáculos que te van presentando eh, cuando a medida que vas avanzando. Yo creo... Ir a Indonesia o ir a Europa, un jugador se encuentra con otro idioma, otra cultura. Eh, lo que aprendí es, es, es poder adaptar, adaptarme. Eso es importante para todos los jugadores, estar estar muy fuerte mentalmente, porque hay chicos que quizás se van a otro país y, y no aguantan mentalmente y, y bueno, quizás pegan la vuelta. Pero eso es lo que siempre eh, siempre quise, por eso digo, estuve muy preparado mentalmente Y, y eso es quizás lo que lo que más aprendí de, de mí a estar, a estar preparado para, para cualquier ocasión.
3: Um, he he learned adaptation ad, uh, to adapt to a new culture, to adapt a new uh, environment, a new a, a new climate, a new setting, a new people, Um uh, all these factors, a new food. Uh, the culture specific, right? Change change changing different culture, totally different changing from Argentina, uh, I believe Catholic, and um, to be to, to to the to the Indonesian culture. And um, but he said that the, the key, the key in all this one, he learned and most of the players that um uh, goes to different clubs or Europe or, 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 or overseas, it's it's um learning to adapt to that new culture. Otherwise they will they would play a big role in the and mentally mentally would play a big role that might decide them to come back and not be playing anymore uh, out overseas and where only the strong the strong players who adapted to those new new environments can um can succeed in those new new uh teams do you still um because i found
0: some videos do you still play <ríe> fue difícil,
2: fue difícil. En ese momento cuando me retiré estaba cansado mentalmente, pero pero bueno, pasó un año y sinceramente el fútbol se extraña se extraña mucho. Todas las personas que, que tienen la posibilidad de jugar al fútbol, ya sea profesional o, o solamente for fan, eh, tienen que ser agradecidos, sinceramente tienen que ser agradecidos, eh, porque es un deporte hermoso y... Y bueno, hay que saber aprovecharlo. Ahora sí, ahora sigo, sigo jugando, pero, pero solo para divertirme.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I I would say right now that um, it, it, it was hard to leave like the field as as a player. Um but now he's he is he's coaching and but he's now more he's playing now more just for fun and just to keep active a little bit, but he's still playing. Uh but it, it it is hard as a player to find out that you, you your career as a as a professional player is it's about to be out and more out of the field so um yes that's why he now it's coaching but still on the game but uh he, he has now played just for fun
0: um and you you have children um did your did your kids
2: play growing up Sí. Mi hijo jugaba al fútbol eh, y jugaba muy bien. Mi hijo jugaba muy bien. Pero no le gustaba el, no le gustaba el compromiso. Él empezó a jugar al fútbol en Indonesia, era de, eh, striker, jugaba muy bien, hacía goles, pero no le gustaba entrenar. Y el técnico a la hora del partido lo ponía en el lineup de titular. Pero porque era mi hijo. Entonces yo hablé con el técnico y hablé con mi hijo. Le dije a mi hijo, si vos realmente te vas a enfocar y lo vas a tomar en serio, no solamente por vos, sino por respeto a los demás chicos que entrenan toda la semana. Entonces le dije, si vos querés tomarlo esto en serio y querés ser profesional, tenés que enfocarte y dedicarte al fútbol. Si no, no hay problema. Si él quiere dedicarse, ahora está, está haciendo tenis, hace otras cosas, hace ser, eh, no importa lo que se quiera dedicar, pero que lo haga con pasión. Si no haces algo con pasión, es muy difícil que llegues a tu, a tu objetivo. Entonces, él ve el fútbol, le, le gusta mucho el fútbol, pero no como para tomarlo profesionalmente. Eso los, le gusta divertirse.
3: Um, yes, he's son, he's son. Like used to play soccer, very good. He was a striker, and he was playing for for many years in a club. But he didn't like the compromise, the the commitment to the club, um, to the trainings and and to the drills and stuff like that. So he would just uh, he will not do the training, and he would just like play. And there was a moment that the the that the coach was putting him in on on on, on the on the starting line. And, and even he was, he was not, he was not practicing with a, with a, with a team and stuff like that. So when that's when, uh, Eduardo decided to, to talk with the son Gustavo. and the coach, Gustavo, um, and, and, the, and, and the coach and to, to tell him like, we need to figure it out here. If you want to be fully, fully commitment to the club, you have to do the practice. You have to do all, all the drills before the game because that's respect to just know no know, know your teammates but to the club but to the coach and everybody and um yeah. so that's why um he'd say that if you if you don't want to be uh, in in a soccer career as a professional it's okay and that's why mm-hmm. he um he like he loved he loved the soccer but he doesn't like too much the mean that, that that's why the now that he had the options to play different sports now he plays tennis,
0: uh, surfing, and other stuff like that. Um, all three of us, uh, both Dwayne Luis and myself, we uh, we coach women's soccer. What is the what is the what is the structure there for women to play and and is that growing more like it is in in the in the rest of the world?
2: Perdón, repetime, o en español. El fútbol... Nosotros los tres nosotros somos somos técnicos de. Sí, de fútbol
0: femenino sí. eh, sí, eh, notas el crecimiento y como la estructura del fútbol de, eh, femenino en Indonesia y si notas en el crecimiento como el resto del mundo que está creciendo mucho más el deporte
2: no, sinceramente eh, están muy retrasados con lo que es el fútbol masculino imaginate el femenino yo creo que lo arman más que nada por compromiso por compromiso porque es un compromiso que tienen con la FIFA y es una obligación tener selección femenina pero pero no 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 veo un avance en lo que es el fútbol sí lo veo por ejemplo acá en Argentina que ya se profesionalizó que ya bueno las mujeres están teniendo contratos realmente muy muy buenos eh, se lo toma diferente Eh, no como, como años anteriores pero en Indonesia sinceramente en Indonesia solamente lo lo, lo hacen para, para, para cumplir con, con con la regularidad de la, de la FIFA
3: en uh, Indonesia like I said before uh, uh, soccer is where is behind so definitely even for for the uh, the female soccer even if they if they if they have a club if they are doing just to, like just pretty much to um to fill the requirements that the FIFA ask a club to have some uh programs uh female 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 soccer but other than that they don't really uh take it too serious on on, on that aspect yet um because they don't they are, they don't take it serious on that aspect because only they are focused right now on the on the male side um but they still have they they need they, they need to have it for regulation stuff like that but if it's not that they wouldn't even have uh, a
0: female um, soccer program in Indonesia. Dwayne, there you go, man. We uh, we we got we already know somebody in Indonesia now. We can. <laughs> a we can it's a it's a long flight, but we can go.
1: Yep.
0: I mean, yes, take the diamonds. Take the diamonds international.
1: Hey, we already got we got a baby diamond. that's already international. Well, we got go. we already have a. Um,
0: yeah, we got two. We got two. We got two. We got two um gustavo thank you so much um for coming it's been it's been awesome to to talk to you about it i want to make sure we we keep in touch and we talk again um i want to i want to know more about about what you're doing in indonesia i want to i want to follow up with you and see how it's going um Mm -hmm. and uh and and in general um Thank you. You're you're uh, you're the first Boca Juniors player I've ever gotten to talk to uh, for a long time, and to me that's uh, that means more than you than you can think of than you can think.
2: Gracias. Déjame déjame agregar una, una cosita más que es, eh, que es bueno eh, es un consejo para los técnicos que que más allá de, de del fútbol todas las personas tienen una vida. Y, y que bueno, que es muy importante que, que paralelamente al fútbol eh, los chicos estudien y se capaciten, que se eduquen, porque muchos están enfocados eh, en llegar a ser jugadores profesionales, pero no muchos lo logran. Y por ahí cuando no lo logran llega la frustración y por ahí si no tienen un estudio paralelo, no saben qué hacer después de su vida. Eh, por eso es importante educarlos, no solamente por si llegan a primera, sino también si no llegan a primera, para que estén educados eh, en su primer contrato, por ejemplo, qué hacer con el dinero, dónde invertirlo, educarlo financieramente. Eh, y, y, y el día de mañana, si llegan a dejar de jugar el fútbol, también ya estén preparados para, para su futuro. Um,
3: yeah, very, very important, uh, educate, the, educate the players for, uh, for... If they if they wanna go if they wanna be a pro because not everybody can can get to the pro level to, to play professionally so uh to educate them mentally and having a second career right in case in case they don't go pro they still have they can still have fun with their life and, and 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 keep moving and also if educate those ones who get pro um you know what what would you do with with like how can you invest your your first year of contract, the money or, or or thinking in the future, like what happened when you get injured or when you are out of the club. Uh, uh, how how can you manage your your future? So it's very important to to educate mentally that and prepare them for either way, Either way is going going as a pro or not be able to make it um pro or or, or, or not finishing in halfway and then you need to move on to different careers. So at least you have something else to, to to go for it. So is that that's why it's very important to educate him, Um have an education uh, other than soccer.
0: Yeah, very important. Um, Gustavo, thank you so much. Luis, thanks for thanks for translating, for us. Oh no,
2: we really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you.
0: Um, doing the talking to Gustavo make you want to go to go to Indonesia? Maybe want to go to like
1: somewhere that speaks spanish for like a year and learn how to speak spanish <laughs> <laughs> well indonesia doesn't speak spanish but i know that's what i said i need but... to go somewhere in central central america
0: central america all right you just you just you just need to pick up the language you need to pick up the language you just you want warm so here's the question do you want to understand it or you want to speak it both both okay I mean, understanding it, I will, I will you know, my, you've, you, we've talked about this before. My wife fully understands it or understands the majority of it um, just from, you know, spending time with, with my family. I just want to be
1: able to like, I just want to be able to go up to somebody or I just want to be able to be in the elevator while someone speaks Spanish and understand what they're saying, not say anything.
0: Does that happen to you a
1: lot? Sometimes it does. Do you spend a lot of time in elevators? Not in elevators, but I just feel like I'm around people that I just start. Oh, I know, I'm like, just picking up words like años, and "Chacho," "Chacha."
0: Little what words. Was what, what was the one you heard? You heard the other day.
1: Uh, Bruja. <laughs> <laughs> Calling somebody a, wit- like, a, a witch. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. All right. I mean, you're hearing, you're hearing words.
0: You're hearing words.
1: I feel like Uh, Bruja is a cool word, though, except for it means (laughs) witch. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought they were having like a cool conversation. Like, yo, what's up, Bruja? (laughs) And the whole time it's like,
0: uh. Yeah. Did you know, uh, a little fun, (laughs) fun, fun, fun trivia, fun trivia for you? Um, there is a, there's a new, no, there's a, well, yeah, there's that. But there is a, um, there was a former Argentinian player who uh who was uh that was his nickname brujo oh, no Ruben. Bruja. oh and actually his nickname became came from his father so i mean the the question is do you have any idea who it was
1: callister because his dad was a professional <laughs> Nope, <laughs> not McAllister. <laughs> Um, father and son both played soccer,
0: both played soccer.
1: Was it, uh, I, feel like I gotta go back. I feel like this guy, his son's probably retired.
0: Yes. His son is retired. Technically. Yes. Was it, um, this is a player. This is a player. Right, I'll give you, um, I'll give you some more. Is he a defender? No. no. Is it, here. I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit more context to it. All right, this is one of the few players I got to play with Messi and also Maradona. Yeah, there you go. Um, this player also played in Italy and in England. Played a lot of time in England. Midfielder. Midfielder.
1: Carlos Tevez.
0: Not Carlos Tevez. Carlos Tevez did not play with Maradona. I mean, he was old. No, it was not that old. Does
1: his name start with an M? It no. One of his names? No? no.
0: Um, It's also... He also... Um, he he shares his middle name with my first name. Carlos Sebastian Puyol? No. <laughs> He's also Spanish, not Argentinian. <laughs> Is Who? Who? Is No. I don't know, man. Juan Sebastián Verón. Oh, I've never heard of him. You never heard of him? He's bald. <laughs> played at, played at, played at United. Played at Chelsea. Played at Inter Milan.
1: No. Ah man. No. Everybody played for Chelsea. <laughs> it might be. Chelsea might have the might lay claims to the most players that have ever played for Chelsea. Oh man,
0: no, he was yeah he uh he was um he was there. I mean oh, yeah, he, so Juan he, he, Vendon, his his dad was Juan Ramon Vidon, uh, wow. former former player for estudiantes and also um the Argentine national team as well, um, and he was La Bruja, and then uh juan sebastian veron his his son um was brujita la brujita because
1: he was his son Brujita,
0: yeah so wasn't yeah. It
1: jose martinez el brujo
0: he was yeah or he is
1: There's <laughs> you know something about jose martinez that we don't everybody else doesn't know
0: <laughs> no 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 he is he yeah.
1: called jim Curtin to make sure he showed up for training
0: no 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 he is he is he is, he is. <laughs> um <laughs> So that's yeah, so a fun little tangent trivia there, Juan Sebastián Berón. So there you go. If you ever need to know what former Manchester United player was nicknamed the Witch, <laughs> you know that's that Buffalo Wild trivia. There you go. See, there you go. You get a free Pepsi
1: after you play like, three games.
0: <laughs> um. All right. Uh, do you wanna? Do you wanna do Group C and D of our uh of our Women's World Cup?
1: Oh hold on! I don't know. My dog might object to it. Your dog might object to it.
0: Yeah, Carly Lloyd. Did we
1: get to the USA group yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: no. Oh, actually we will. We will get to the USA group today. All right. Hold on. I gotta go get my Oh no uh, we won't. No, we won't. No, we won't. Uh, USA, group, USA group is next week.
1: Oh, uh, Carly's mad. All right. Carly Lloyd is mad. All right, I gotta go. Um
0: Okay. So uh group C Spain, Espania. Costa Rica, Zambia, and Japan. Upon, what do you think? Uh, first, first game: Spain, Costa Rica.
1: Man, Spain getting dubs. Spain, oh, I,
0: uh, I'm I gonna, a
1: handy dandy notebook.
0: Three nothing.
1: España. Oh yeah, we got to put the score down, right? Yeah. Oh, I do this. To make sure I keep the. Uh, you said three. Yep. Costa Rica. Yeah, think Costa Rica got smacked in the men's world cup I'm going to say 4 Didn't España play Costa Rica Beat them like 7 nothing.
0: Uh, I can't maybe I can't remember I think so Um. Alright Zambia against Japan Well
1: I know Japan has fallen off They're not the world power that they were They did win the world cup Back in what 2011
0: yeah.
1: I'm going to say they come in, get out the group, say they get out of there, you know, three nothing.
0: But what do you, do you remember Zambia? We talked about Zambia before. Do you remember when? No. We talked about Zambia in the Olympics. Because mm-hmm. Zambia made the Olympics. And remember Barbara Banda? No, I don't know, Barbara. We know, we talked about Barbara Banda. Uh, because she is the captain of the team and one of the best players on that team, if not the best player on that team. And um when they played in the Olympics, um this is again going back to twenty twenty one. Yeah, something on the
1: year they played it a year after
0: they played it in the man. The Olympics are next year the olympics are next year yeah so it was 21
1: maybe yeah yeah because it was supposed to be 2020 they postponed it and they did it in
0: 2021 yeah so anyways but but zambia did a did a really good job in the olympics um managed to score some goals and and just um i i am now really want to look at look at this uh look for their what
1: scores are you trying to say that Japan won't beat them three 0 The Japan will beat them 3-1, 3-2. one, three two.
0: I'm not saying that Japan is not going to win. What I am going to say is that I wouldn't count Zambia out. Barbara Banda scored six goals in the Olympics in three games. Um, what teams did they play? If I'm not mistaken, they played the Netherlands. One of the one of the one of the games. Um, now I'm gonna look it up because I'm very. Yeah, they played the Netherlands. They lost ten to three against the Netherlands. Um, but but she scored two goals pretty much within a matter of thirty seconds. Um, then they played. Uh, they tied China four to four.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recant. And then they
0: only lost to Brazil one nothing.
1: I'm gonna recant on this. No, I I, I should have done my homework.
0: Yeah, we go uh-huh. five three <laughs> because you they don't going? defend. I'll so tell who, you, this. who are you going with? Five three, what zombie or Japan? Man, I'm just gonna go two to one. I'm gonna keep it. No, nah, you look at look at these
1: men. They have played three games where it's been one nothing this year. Yeah, the other one two. For eight, for, they played four games where it's been a multi-scoring game
0: You know, they, they actually play today they play they play against Germany today first, yeah play against Germany it's today seven. I mean they they lost through the, l- listen tied Switzerland uh last week Shootout. three to three uh lost to the week before they lost to um Ireland three to two Beat Tanzania, lost 5-0 to South Korea, and lost 5-2 to South Korea. And beat Uzbekistan 4-0. Yeah, I
1: mean, and they've played a lot of games
0: as a national they've team. Played, they've awesome. played a lot of games in 2023. Played a lot of games in 2023. I don't know. I wouldn't count them out yet, but all right. Uh, Spain, Zambia the next game. Well, that's going to be another shootout.
1: I'm just going zombie and shoot, shooting out. Oh, I'm gonna, at the gym. I'm gonna say six to six to two. Yep, I, I like I like that. Six two Spain. Yeah.
0: Uh Japan, yeah. Costa Rica.
1: I think the Japs win um I'm gonna keep this one three zero. Japan? Japan.
0: I'm gonna say three two.
1: Just going back, you know, just did some quick research. Spain did wall up Costa Rica seven nothing in the men's world cup. In the Men's World Cup, they did, yeah.
0: Uh, but Costa Rica also almost beat somebody else at that point. Germany. Yeah, went, Germany yeah. fell off. Uh, Spain or Japan, Spain. Oof. 2-1, Spain. I'm going to say 3 nothing Spain. On that one. And then Costa Rica, Zambia. I'm going to say Zambia wins the game. Oh yeah, zombie again. let I'm gonna say four nothing. Four I'm four, one. four one. Four one. Hit two one. All right, Group All right, D four goals, man. Group D. Um, England, Haiti, Denmark, China. I mean, England. England, England, England. At England, Haiti, Denmark, China. I mean, England coming in as a Euro winner. Haiti's it, that oh. one might be six nothing.
1: Of oh, fruit All right, so uh, the first game is England Haiti yeah yeah you're coming out of England shooting we go five
0: Denmark China I'm one going one. Denmark three nothing I think China's falling off you think they're falling off yeah Denmark England Denmark would you prefer Denmark China game one one England, england denmark england denmark 3-1 england you want 3-1 england i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 2-2 two, two on that one we need a tie at some point somewhere here we have we've had very little ties uh china against haiti china we'll go five nothing I'm both one nothing what
1: haiti
0: haiti denmark Haiti, Denmark,
1: Haiti, one, Denmark,
0: four. That's exactly what I put. So I yeah. put as well. England uh, versus China. China against England. Um, oh go three two England,
1: six. I'm gonna go three two England on that one. Actually, England might be resting their starters by that point. So yeah. All right. Um. Are we going to be able to finish this before the World Cup starts?
0: Yeah, man. We'll be all right. It starts the 22nd, right? It starts uh, the 20th. Yeah, so we we got we got next weekend. We got next weekend uh, or next week to, to finish out the group stages. We got four groups left. We can do it next week. Um, and then uh, after that, we're... Oh, by the way, next week, we got another international interview. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Working on another international interview for next week. Uh, Crossing another country off the list. I'm going to get my homeboys on here. Next. Um, and this one, this one's going to be in English. Like, full in English. Alright, cool. Man. Works for me. Yeah, there you go. Um, Alright. Uh, gold Cup. Since what? The Gold Cup. The Gold Cup. We can talk about the Gold Cup. What do you want to talk about the Gold Cup? The
1: U.S. was out here running through the six. He uh got out the group, play Canada he,
0: tomorrow. The the Gold Cup leading all time leading goal scorer at this point.
1: He might be he might be the best player to ever play in the gold cup. Jesus Ferrer. Yeah.
0: Back to back hat tricks.
1: He had a first half hat trick too. He did, yeah. But that's what that's what I mean, listen, they sent a statement beating down on Trinidad like that because you know, Trinidad cost them a World Cup. Yeah. So I think every time you played Trinidad, you, you form. Like, I would have tried to get Jesus six.
0: Um, Now, what was interesting, I, I think the most interesting group out of this was the group D. Group D. yeah. Guadalupe was, at one point, in first. Top of the group, yeah. Guadalupe was there, almost there. And I couldn't um, even
1: tell you where Guadalupe was on a map. Yeah, I
0: think it's I think Guadalupe is an island, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an
1: island, but I was I couldn't you put a map in front of me, I couldn't say this is Guadalupe. <laughs>
0: um yeah, I mean the, here's the thing it's a it's a relatively small island off of uh south southeast of the Virgin the US Virgin Islands in Puerto Rico. Oh so it's kind of close. Uh above dominica martinique and saint lucia no oh, you could probably wonder what a vacation is like in guadalupe yeah i mean as long as it's not hurricane season you would be all right who needs hurricanes man? huh
1: just bring a pe- pack of water you'll be all right <laughs> um flashlights
0: and some d batteries should be good nah man um yeah, so that was a very interesting group because Canada was almost knocked out, which now the U.S. will play Canada in what should be a relatively easy-ish game, right? You would think? It, Canada uh, seems to be extremely down. Did Canada bring their dogs? Canada brought their goalkeeper. With Bohan.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's Their Slovakian goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah.
0: They, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, oh no, the guys. other the other uh St. Clair ended up playing their last game. But I don't know uh, if they brought their dogs with them though. No, I mean yeah, Alfonso Davies isn't playing and neither is no, uh, Alfonso Davis is on vacation with uh I
1: think Weston McKinney or something like
0: that. Yeah. Borhan Borhan played uh played the, the game before against Guatemala though. Yeah they, mean,
1: yeah, they didn't bring their dogs with them. Yeah, we should yeah. take
0: this. And then you got um you got Panama against Qatar. Who Qatar made it through, beating beating Qatar, Mexico. Uh, Didn't they tie Mexico? Or they beat Mexico. They beat Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mexico against Costa Rica, and then Guatemala against Jamaica. That
1: Guatemala and Jamaica game is going to be a good game. It might be the best game in the knockout stage.
0: Yes, because Jamaica seems to be like they got they got something to prove, man. They coming out here.
1: Yeah, I mean, because, like, we, you know, the U.S.-Jamaica coming in first was the only, if I'm not mistaken, the only group that it could have came down to gold diff. Like yes. both, both teams came out with the same record.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got Leon Bailey's in good form. Got
1: uh, a goalkeeper, man.
0: Goalkeeper, Goalkeeper's good. Corey Burke scored a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, Corey Burke, man, he scored a goal against uh, St. Kitts,
1: you know, who else scored a goal against St. Kitts, who
0: scored a goal against St. Kitts?
1: I don't know. I think 11, there were 11 goals scored against St. Kitts between Jamaica and the U.S. So a lot of people score goals. I mean, his was
0: fair. I got a hat trick against St. Kitts. He Uh, also scored the fifth goal
1: against St. Kitts. Do you know, like after you've given up 11 goals, like how mad you are with each other?
0: <laughs> um Costa Rica made it through by beating uh Martinique six to four. Six okay. to four. Six to four, man. It's a good game. Yeah. It's like a baseball game. Um, so yeah, so all that happens tomorrow and Sunday, all those quarterfinal games.
1: You know what Cuba did a really good job of doing? What? Losing players. Defecting to the U.S. Oh, yeah. Every time they come to the Gold Cup, they always lose like three or four players. They're like, yo, free ticket to the U.S. Peace. Stuff, <laughs> man. Like, it's mean, tough, it's tough man. But it's like, at what point do you try to figure it out?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the hard part. I think, I think this is where soccer shows a lot of the political aspect of the world and, and things like that. And, you know, it happened, you know, we, it happened with, with the player that we had that was playing in Kenya, um, the tournament couldn't happen and couldn't go through because of some political things that were happening in Africa. Some of the teams weren't weren't allowed to be let out of their country and things like that. So, it, it does become a, a a much harder situation. Um, we've seen it across across the world with we've seen it in the women's World Cup with with China, if I'm not mistaken, right before or uh, no north korea did north korea made the world cup or or olympics or something like that once and they something like that happened um so we we've, we've seen it before it's unfortunate that that it has I to happened
1: yeah I was going to say i know in like uefa there's teams that literally cannot play like kosovo cannot yeah, play yeah can't a lot play of other teams. yeah
0: so it's unfortunate um, that it's unfortunate that that players have to resort to that because their their situation in their home countries is it's not good. Um Itarian had to miss a Europa League game one year because he couldn't travel. Yeah.
1: Because of his passport, he couldn't travel to the country that the team was playing.
0: Um, all right. Player of the match. Player of the
1: match, Ricky Pooch, baby. He's back. <laughs> you see that goal?
0: I did see that goal. Yeah, Ricky was hustling. Ricky, Ricky was running. All of a sudden he turned it on. His legs started moving way faster than the other guys.
1: Yeah, Ricky was moving.
0: El Tráfico, man, good, good for, good for uh, the galaxy. You know they're they're in a tough spot. You know they've they've they're towards the bottom of the league. Um, I think the only team that's potentially worse, well, it's Colorado is is not much better. Um, <laughs> tickets to cheap fields and Inter Miami has less points than than LA take Galaxy. The,
1: take the kids to the game fields.
0: Tickets are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rapids, man. They had one or two years where they were like, "We're good, we're good, we're making it. We're have a pu- we're making a push."
1: They might, they might let you sit there for free if they're that bad. Yeah,
0: they're they're not great. And then Inter Miami, who Inter Miami, um, just you know, we talk about Ricky Pooch. Ricky Pooch, man, is is Ricky Pooch? Maybe can can we get Ricky Pooch at Miami? I mean, too much
1: I'm trying to figure out how they're getting all these other guys
0: Well they just picked up Jordi Alba man Jordi Jordi Busquets and Messi Man can you That's please easy. explain to me Can you please explain to me Yeah
1: With the MLS roster rules How you're able to get Messi Jordi Alba Busquets You have DeAndre Yedlin who's I'm assuming he's getting paid you got a former MVP in his, uh
0: Joseph Martinez.
1: Martinez. Yep. It's five guys. I thought you were only allowed three three ringers. You only have one American out of those five.
0: So well, well, yes, yes and no. And you got Pizarro, too. <laughs> you got Pizarro as well. <laughs> don't forget about him. So I thought
1: that the MLS rules were like FIFA financial fair play. Like I don't I don't get it.
0: Yeah, so I think I think part of it, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is that Messi, um Messi, Jordy, and Boosie are coming in, all three of them are coming in as free agents. Right. So there's no transfer fee that needs to be paid anywhere. But there, there's roster rules on but isn't on the roster rules based on salaries?
1: Yeah, but you're telling me that if Jordi Alba says, "Yo, just pay me 20,000 for the year," now we can just bring a ringer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean so you can have up to 20 players occupying roster spots 1 through 20 counting against the 22 or the salary budget of 4.9 million. Um you can do a supplemental roster um, doo, 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 doo. slots twenty nine to thirty. Home and player. Um, transfer windows. Domestic. Um. Domestic players. International players. Let's see. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm not entirely sure. Designated players. Here we go. Isn't it play rules allow clubs to acquire up to three players whose total compensation and acquisition costs exceed the maximum salary budget budget charge. Um. So maybe one of those players is not a D a DP man.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. Something sketchy is going down in Miami, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Something sketchy is going down because I heard I heard Eniesta's rumored to come over. Oh him him too? I heard he's rumored to join the band. Uh. <laughs> FC Barcelona, Miami. <laughs> but um it's
0: no longer it's no longer going to
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I, I think it's sketchy. I don't know. Like I they literally got fined. When blaze Matuidi, they had blaze Matuidi, Gonzalo Higuain, and I forget who their other DP was. But
0: their other, the other Higuain,
1: no, the other Higuain. They had about six DPS on that other team. So I'm trying to figure out how they're able to how they're maneuvering this one.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure. David Becker
1: must be selling them like real estate or something, and they're they're taking in the profits of the real estate. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there's, there's something there's some backdoor agreements going on so
0: um all right my player, <laughs> my my player of the match goes out to you actually oh word um because i've i've uh i've gotten to the i think we've gotten to this point where i think i can i, I mentioned this to you actually when we when we started the game on um last friday um i don't like we have we have titles within the diamonds. I'm the head coach or this was your head coach. And and for a lot of it has to do with with the paperwork that I have to that I have to do. <laughs> um but the reality of the situation is, is that from a coaching standpoint, um, I think you and I can can coach together. I don't think we we've gotten to the point where we're so comfortable with each other that we don't step on each other's toes as far as like who's saying this, who's saying that. Um and I'm 100 percent comfortable with the idea of you taking the bigger role from a coaching standpoint at, at any given point. Um, so my my player of the match goes out to you because you've made my life a lot easier, and I'm way more relaxed, that. and I've I get to enjoy coaching a little bit more now um, because of that. I don't I feel stressed. So good got Now I got to scare you. I got to
1: I got to bench everybody. Lost oh. some cards five minutes into the game everybody
0: <laughs> off <laughs> well good thing I have the subcards. um all right <clears throat> on this day in soccer history this is a really interesting on this day in soccer history uh because it's kind of a double um so July 7th 1982 uh Bobby Robson appointed the manager of England at the time he was coaching at Ipswich town exactly eight years later. July 7th, 1990. He coaches his last game for Italy or for England. Again, once they lost to uh, Italy um, in the third and fourth place match in the 1990 world cup. That was also the day that Peter Shilton um, made his final appearance for England, 125 games uh, as a goalkeeper for England. But, but yeah, Bobby, Bobby Robson, uh, eight years to the day. He had an eight year contract apparently, and was able to fulfill it.
1: Yeah. It wasn't eight years. Like you're done December 31st. It was. You got it eight times three sixty five.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that must've been, if he, if he was appointed July 7th, 82, that must've been after the 82 world cup. Mm-hmm. So then he coached the 86 world cup. Um, so he was the England manager when they played against Argentina and Maradona scored those two really good goals um and then uh and then he coached the 1990 world cup um uh, so yeah there you go bobby bobby robson man um all right uh fair play of the week dan simmons fair play of the week award <clears throat> um mine goes out to uh john barilson now some people might not know who john barilson is but John Berylson uh, was the um, owner of Millwall in England. Oh, God. And he he passed away. Out. He passed away yesterday uh, from a car accident in Massachusetts. Um, uh, Millwall, who he's, has had an 180, 30, 138 years of a club in um, only one season or two seasons in the top fight in the, in the first division of England. After that, always been in the, in the second and third and fourth divisions or run there. Um, but a beloved uh, owner of the team, um, uh, everybody really liked them. Um, and uh, many described him as somebody that would be the perfect, the perfect owner of a club.
1: So maybe somebody should fill his pocket so he could buy Chelsea. So, huh? Buy Chelsea. What? So maybe somebody should fill their pockets so their family could buy Chelsea.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe they might be able to do
0: something. So John Berylson So um, my my Dan Simmons Fair Play of the Week goes out to him. I'm just gonna go out to Luis Barrios, man. For for being the translator,
1: being the translator. Yeah.
0: Good. Good. This is that was Luis's first time on the podcast, by the way.
1: I know Luis has always be bringing these guests, man. He's a he's a behind the scenes guy. He's that guy when you roll the credits.
0: He's a he's producer. There you
1: go. Roll the world of producer. Yeah, when you roll the credits, Luis's name is always up there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, big shout to Luis there for. Uh, he really only works one week out of the year. let the convention. <laughs> he works hard during that convention. Uh, he does. He does. He hustles. He hustles. <laughs> uh, Going out to Cali next year.
0: Well, make sure uh, make sure you follow us on on Instagram at de soccer podcast at the soccer podcast. Thanks for joining us this week, and remember, always receive the ball on your front foot.